0: Hope you're doing well today. It's Carson Anderson. Happy lunchtime. 97 won the ticket. Uh, we do have a story that is just breaking at this hour. Moments ago, the Red Wings themselves tweeted out, big Raz, big extension. The Red Wings today signed forward Michael Rasmussen to a four-year contract extension with an average annual value of $3.2 million. So, uh, what do we got? Twelve point eight. $12.8, 12.8 million? Over the next four years, going to Michael Rasmussen, he was a restricted free agent at the end of this year. Um, Seems actually kind of like a reasonable deal to me Uh, for Big
2: Rass. Yeah, it is a reasonable deal. Now, he's not one of these star players. Nope. But he's very important for this team. He plays a very uh, specific role with the Wings. He's the biggest player they have. Uh, He does the dirty work. And he actually has a little bit of a scoring touch this year.
0: Yeah, he's on pace to have his best year in terms of goals and points. So, you know, at 24 years old, seems like, you know, it'd be worth it. I think it's worth it what he is now. And it'll really be worth it if he continues to get better.
2: He leads all forwards on the team with a plus 11 rating. Okay. And he has 23 points in 55 games. I've always been a. Man of his yeah so getting him for just over three million a year nope. that seems totally reasonable
0: I, i'll take it i'll take it and he wants to be here right yeah. yeah not mad not mad about that speak now forever will they rue will there be any ruling i don't there to be any ruling nope.
2: shouldn't be any rueing.
0: It shouldn't be but uh michael rasmussen it's a deal with the uh with the Detroit Red Wings.
2: Ken Holland draft pick.
0: Uh okay. So if you want to keep talking Red Wings, we've uh, talked a lot about the trade deadline. 2485-3997-97. 9, Launched into some Tiger talk. Um, interesting move by A.J. Hinch. It's gotten a little reaction. Why even tell the young pitchers they don't have a chance to make the team? Later the the quote that he had was, Look, everybody says once they get comfortable in the clubhouse, they feel they, they do better when they do get called up. So he's trying to get them comfortable in the clubhouse right here, right now. You know what that says to me? That says to me that no, you're not coming north with the team, but you will be coming north at some point this year. Maybe. And I think he's you know, figuring, let's just put him in this in this clubhouse so he get they get used to the guys and they're they're in a good place. The other thing you gotta remember is that I mean, Jackson Job and Ty Madden these are starting pitchers. The Tigers already kinda of have six starting pitchers.
2: Well, that's the other thing. If you're looking at the roster balance and what they're trying to do right now, they have a ton of pitching that that are competing for the final roster spots. And you're not going to have Jackson Job or Ty Madden, you know, competing to be a they're not going to pitch out of the bullpen. Nope. These are starters and and Job has potential to be a number one a starter and he was drafted high like that and he's got great stuff by all accounts and he's young and he's incredibly talented he's not going to be brought up to pitch the eighth inning if, so, if he's going to be brought up it's to be put into the rotation so build up those innings and uh, you know show that you can do it at the triple a level because he hasn't pitched there yet
0: but but getting a guy ready to for to make an appearance this year Stop me if you've heard the possibility of a Detroit Tiger starting pitcher getting hurt. (laughs) Right, right.
2: Well, look at the – they have – Evan Petzold has an article in the Free Press about roster spots, and it says these eight pitchers are locked in. You've got Jack Flaherty, the Maeda, Tariq Skubal, Tariq Skubal. You've got Andrew Chafin, Jason Foley, Tyler Holton, Alex Lang, and Shelby Miller. He says you can also probably count on starter Matt Manning – And reliever Will Will Vest on the roster. Says that leaves seven pitching battles for three spots. One in the rotation eventually and a couple in the bullpen. That includes these pitchers. So keep in mind, seven pitchers here, but only three spots. Casey Mize, Reese Olsen, Bo Brisky, Miguel Diaz, Alex Faiado, Joey Wentz, and Brendan White. I'm guessing if Casey Mize is healthy and it seems like he is, that he, he will be on this roster... Reese Olsen, Olson. likely to be on this roster. So now you're going to have one from Brisky, Diaz, Fieto, Wentz, and White. And because we've got like six guys that can start or seven guys that can start, that's another reason why Job and Madden are not going to be here to start the season.
0: Unless I, there is an injury. There is a name that uh, amongst those that really intrigues me, and that's Miguel Diaz. Um, he has some he has some upside. Uh, oh, how old is he now? Look this up. I just think if you look at some of the numbers he's put up of late. Um, he's 29. Yeah, he's not young. But uh, let me see if I can bring it up from last year. I think his, but he had a
2: pretty good short season last year. Yep. He had pitched in 12 games, 14 innings, 8 hits, 1 run, 16 strikeouts, and 5 walks. Yep. So his whip was below 1, and his ERA was .64. .64.
0: Keep an eye on him. Two four eight Let's go to John. You're on 97. What a ticket. What's up, John?
3: Hey. Yeah, guys, you're touching on some uh, good points there. And I, I totally disagree with the uh, previous caller who said they, Joe should be battling for a spot and see what he can do. Um, I think uh, it was absolutely right to tell him that he wasn't going to make the, uh, the squad. Um, part of that is when he's in games. Um, a lot of spring training is just wanting to work on weaknesses. And they don't want may not necessarily wanting them throwing sliders, you know, for results to get guys out. They may want them to focus on other things. And he might not tend to do that if he's thinking he's fighting for a spot. Um, also, I believe he's coming off an injury, so I don't think they want to uh, push him. And uh, finally, even if, even if, say he goes through spring training and he, you know, he has nine shutout innings or something like that. And then they sent him down. He's going to be really disappointed given the results. And he could go nine innings. He's going to face mostly minor leaguers in spring training. So, you know, the results themselves it would be disappointing for him if he didn't uh, make the team after having a performance like that, even though it makes perfect sense that the results might not say well, he's ready.
2: He saw Jackson Job has made one, one start in double-A. One. It was a great start when six innings gave up four hits and, and struck out six and didn't walk anybody, no runs. That's great. But it's one appearance in double A ball. So yeah, I don't have an issue with this.
0: So the one thing about that you said there, I really hope that he does get a chance to face major league hitters in spring training and just see what happens.
2: <laughs> you know? Be nice. Yeah, give him a hey, you're gonna pitch the first inning, you're gonna pitch the third inning in the the fifteenth game of the year in the spring training. Yeah. Get get your feet wet.
0: Yeah. Um but Don't take it, a look. But given the numbers game, I mean look, like I said, somebody's gonna get hurt. It always happens. I'm not wishing it on anybody, but we know well, that's baseball. We know how this plays itself out. Uh so the All Star game, the NBA All Star game. That's pretty much over now, right? We talked about it yesterday
2: and trying to, you know, walk away through as we do seemingly every year, how do you make it more competitive and, you know, do you incentivize it with, by putting money there for the, for the wing conference and what I think we decided as, as a show yesterday with the listening audience.
1: (sighs)
2: Um was it this thing is it's it's kind of brutal, but it's you level. At, but if you attach home court advantage in the NBA finals the old Bud idea yeah, to the winning conference.
0: Remember how much that got
2: panned? It did. And yet would it make it more competitive? Would you actually have a game?
0: Well, given that many all stars come from winning teams, it would seem to have they would seem to care about it. I don't know if they because it's basically for one game, and I I get that you would prefer to have home court as opposed to not having home court, but it's basically who's at home yeah, for Game Seven if a series even gets to Game Seven. But if in it's your- a better shot than, than what they're doing now. Yeah,
2: and, and I think that it's just you know the overall mind
0: effect on it. <laughs> and the, the, I mean that's Pro Bowl stuff. It's it's layup line calling it a game. Well, it's a shoot around. Yeah,
2: we literally had Damon Damian Lillard was taking shots from beyond half court Mm -hmm. knocking them down, but that's what it's become and it's it's not it's not worth it. I saw a a video yesterday last night. It was an older interview with um, with Kobe Bryant talking about the all-star game and how the all-star game was was going away from what he loved when he first came in the league and and he was like, we got to get back to that. We got to get back to where it's fun. You know what I mean? We have more competitive pickup games at UCLA in the summertime than what we do in the All Star game. Because this is the greatest collection of of NBA talent you can find. And it's a joke. That's Kobe Bryant, man. That's Black Mamba. Let's go.